You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Diablo's Den. I'm your co-host, Jay Reason, and I'm here with the one and only Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Lord Ezek. What's up, Dean? How are you, man? What's up, Jay? How you doing? Man, it's great to get back together with you. Uh, the last time was a couple months ago. We did our short little catch-up episode, which was a, a fucking a lot of fun, man. I, I always... Um, I got to say, man, I always enjoy when you come down to visit the shop and we get to go hang out. Um, man, we had such a great time, dude. So, E, we have so much stuff to cover on this episode. I'm I'm really excited. We've got a great guest. But before we get into that, dude, there's a lot of shit going on in the Danny Diablo world, right? So I want to fucking talk about um, something uh, that I thought was super cool. And you've been plugging it. I also plugged it on my feed. Um and again, dude, not because you're my boy. I texted you when I watched it. Yeah. Yo, you genuinely gave a fucking amazing performance in this. So I'm, and I've been telling all my friends to watch this. I want to tell everybody it's free to watch, so it doesn't cost any anything to support you, right, E? Yeah, it's, it's on Tubi. To, to, totally show, uh, free show on Tubi called Crash the System. Now, you've heard us talk about this show uh, since a couple years ago that, you know, ezek has been working on this with Kamal, a Jerky Boys fame. It's finally out. It's on Tubi. You can get it for free. Literally, dude, I watched it on my yeah. uh, smart TV. We watched it on the web browser. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but episode one around the 21-minute mark, that's where Ezek comes in. And, yo, uh, man, you Randy did – Randy Roadstrap. Yo, you did fucking great, man. And, and – uh, Without giving again, uh, without giving away too much, uh, if if you're familiar with the movie Juice, oh Radimus. you're gonna know right away that what what Isaac was channeling there. So yo, yeah, I'll, I'll, can you just briefly talk to us a little bit about this the show? Uh, and again, I, I, I want to give you props for you, yo, you fucking nailed it, dude. Like I, we watched the the whole thing, and and yo, your parts were definitely a fucking highlight. Again, not just because you're my boy, bro. You you fucking killed it, bro. Thank you, Jay. Thank you so much. And, and I wish my other friends. Well, listen, it's free to watch. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't cost a damn thing to support you, dude. There's no fucking excuse. It's literally fucking Tubi.com. It's free. Could watch the first episode 21 minutes ago right into Watch Your Boy. The first four episodes, I'm in. Yeah. And and plus, there's two seasons. I'm coming back on the third season. Awesome. I start start in um, December. I start filming again. So Kamal, let's break it down. Kamal from, is from the Jerky Boys, the Egyptian musician. Yeah. Kamal, people don't understand. Kamal's a hardcore kid. He go, he's from Queens and the Low East Side. Uh, he grew up in Queens and the Low East Side. His father on Sixth Street and by Second Avenue, all the Indian restaurants. His father had two Indian restaurants back in the day. He's uh, I guess he's uh, no. So I met him when I was when I was a kid because Hoya's brother was good friends with him. Yo, Me shout out, Hoya. Shout out to Hoya, Big Dave, rest in peace. Uh, oh, Big we Dave, still, yeah. 
we should we should sit in front of Alcatraz and drink forties and make fun of people all day. And that's how I come out. And, and and always been a friend of mine. Always we always kept in touch. And then he's like, I got something for you. And he's like, Yo, you are everyone who watches the show loves you. My my cat. plus come out always fucking he always fucks with me. So he he named me Randy Roadstrap. I love it. I uh, made uh like, like almost it's like it's almost uh when I when I saw it he's like a like a he's like a hood he's mad hoodie but he's also funny and but he's also like hard like like New York stuff but and like 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 so I was, I took basically Radimus from Juice because I love that character and that dude's from Queens he's from Bayside Queens he got to play him he's great that actor but I took that the, like that that kind of character and I took Joe Pesci from the uh, Lethal Weapon, like the annoying motherfucker, yeah. like that funny, like I put them together and I got uh, it's, it, it's so Randy great, man. I, and again, I, I don't want to spoil it for, for anyone yeah. because I, I want people to watch it, but it's dude, a, great, a, it's a crazy series. Well, yo, it just, I mean, the series is great, but for a second, I just, I want to really just focus, man, again, on, on how, on your parts because they, they were a highlight Please of the show. I, yeah, I, I, listen, I mean, I'm I mean, a major actor, right? Tell, tell these people. That's why I was encouraging everyone to, uh, go watch this for free, man. Like, if anybody was doubting uh, you, they really can't on this, man. The, the performance was fucking is really good, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, even even the biggest haters, like my friends, uh, I got some, I got uh, the supreme clientele of haters as brothers, as friends. <laughs> Niggas are haters, so because the people I, I, I bump elbows with are, are guys who won Grammys, who won uh, awards, or Oscars, and shit like that. Right. So, so my my boy Loki, who's a supreme hater. My brother, you know, who I came to LA with, he'd been acting for, for like 15 years. He's always like the guy, he finally got a role. Yeah, he, but, yeah, you know, I he, seen he, him. Yeah, I know Loki. Yeah. Finally, usually he was like a, a background a, a background guy who was getting raped in, the, in jail or fucking selling, eating out. You he was on that? Tim and Eric, I think, too. I seen Listen, him on Tim and Eric. You ever see, you ever, you ever see a, a movie when the guy's Buying a hot dog in the background. <laughs> He's the guy behind the guy with the hot dog, buying the hot dog, sitting Damn. on the bench, reading the newspaper. But I've been saying, he went to school for eight years acting, and it must kill that nigga that <laughs> I, I wake up and I do movies and I get awards for it, and I don't even, I'm not an actor. Well, so, <laughs> so, Loki, this goes out to you. This is an award I got from uh, the Indie Expo Festival. It says, Outstanding Achievement Award. For acting duo Peter Green and Danny Dow for Priceless, directed by Tom Vujic, which I'm gonna be in. I'm insane. Like every day, I brush my teeth like a normal person and just look at my awards and my platinum records. <laughs> and I just wanna say, Loki, congratulations for being the Mayans. You're, you're a great actor, but you'll never be me. I love you, nigga. So else? So besides <laughs> that, <laughs> well, and, and and speaking of that, you actually you're doing a new a new film, right? You got some new some new shit coming. Yeah, I, I can't. Well, I got. I'm, I'm gonna be doing a movie uh, with Don Caprio and Louis and Louis, Lombardi, Louis, Louis Lombardi. Shout out, Louis! It's a, I can't. It's a horror movie. And Sunday, I'm doing a movie in Queens at College Point. Uh, the, the director wrote them. He's like, he's like, there's one more part of the movie, and I need you. I directed it for you, and I was like, how much? And he's like, can't give you that much. I said, but it's about Queens, about where you grew up, from Jack Jackson, saying my spot. I said, I'll do it for free. That's dope. I said, I'll do it and just, you know, maybe throw me an eight ball or fucking a, a, yeah. a, 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 a pizza pie or something, whatever. We'll talk some shit. Well, yo, and that's I, it. 
I'm gonna go back. Like, I, 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 I'm, gonna, I'm gonna save the. I'm gonna save the. Yeah. Yo, I'm gonna save the eight ball and pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna save the eight ball and pizza pie comment uh, for a yeah. minute because I want to go back to that for something else we're gonna talk about in a minute. But, but I'm saying, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah I, no, no, I feel I, you. I make jokes. I make jokes everywhere. No, so if you watch this, you're like, oh my god, you shut the fuck no, up. No, no, I'm saying, listen, this no, is no, that's no. that's perfect exactly segue to another part. I just don't want to. I want to. I'm doing. I'm doing another movie. I got two more movies coming up, and I told everyone when I hit fifty and we do movies, I'm I'm gonna be fifty one December twentieth. I love and, it, and I'm doing movies, I'm winning awards, all right? I love and it, that's brother. hard to say, and that's why that's what I'm gonna do. I love movies, I love music, I love the underground, and I love doing indie. That's it. So, yo, E, you're you're killing it on the music thing, dude. I want to talk about this. So, uh, September seventh, you're starting of the other, the next wave of the fucking Agnostic Front, sick of it all tour. You're doing New that York with Crown United of Thorns. Tour. The New York United tour, uh, September seventh. So by the time uh, this comes out, the tour will probably just about be a day or two in. Uh, yeah. Yo, how excited are you to do this? Because the last fucking run was it yeah. was awesome. We killed it. Uh, we are doing a tour. I guess it's a, how about three weeks? Three weeks. It's a long run. Yeah, three weeks. It's on the West Coast, Texas, uh, Louisiana, fucking all uh, uh, California. So. I can't wait to do this, bro. We're, we're playing Arizona, so basically, we're leaving on Tuesday. We fly out to we're flying a day early to Vegas, all of us. Oh my up. god! I got the A team <laughs> with me. I got you. Know, you thought announcer front and second wall were like, "Who am I bringing? I'm bringing Drago. I'm bringing MQ." Oh shit! You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on. We're gonna destroy. We're gonna go. All, all MQ will be with, with me. We'll be selling. MQ and 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 and, and uh, Graphbox. We we'll you won't real just in case anyone's listening. You won't have the real MQ with you. It'll be someone who uh, a stunt, bo- stunt a, double. Yeah, a stunt double. Not th- just in case well, someone gets any ideas that yeah. to try to yeah, find him, find him but, somewhere. But, He's not, it's not but, the real MQ. It's a it's a stunt double. We, we, we will be selling a, a Mad Arts, and we will be hitting up every city. Oh, to all you graph riders, bring your black books. Come to the, the merch table. That's awesome. Um, also, I just got I just bought uh, four dozen New York hardcore streetwear hats. Sick. Like every color. I just saw you uh, just I, you just dropped a bunch off at Generation. Shout out to Mark and the whole the whole shout, crew down there. Shout out to Mark who's doing the the uh, he, Generation Records is doing the vinyl for Generators of Violence. Sick, sick. Of uh, 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 Records. Also, uh, the DRP across my manager. My fucking label, uh, my manager, my fucking partner in crime, uh, my my business manager. Uh, I'm moving out to Milwaukee uh, soon, and I'm opening up a, a Diablo's Den, home of cuts, tattoos, music, and art. That's which fucking will be amazing. Tattoo, uh, will, will be barbershop, a tattoo shop, a record store, and a graffiti supply. I love store. that. Fuck, that's awesome, so, man. And Let me know if you need. Obviously, dude, if you need any help with anything on that end, you know I have got your back as always. And, and we're going to be doing a whole uh, reality show about building, 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 and making the, making this this happen. So I want I wanted to get into that. So actually, you are taking out a camera guy for the first time, right on the on the AF tour, right? Uh, well, I just thought we're bringing a hundred proof to rapper from the White Rap Show. Oh, right of course, yeah. Okay. Shout out, Yvonne loves that. Yvonne loves that show. Well, shout out to Sasha Jenkins and everyone. But oh, shout out, Sasha. Yeah, Sasha too. Hundred proof, basically, is is uh, I got him signed to Force My Records. 
So now he, he's, he's he's bringing a new album. I did a, a verse for him, and now we're gonna be he's gonna be the camera guy doing the videos with four four five. So he's gonna be the camera guy. So I'm happy, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, I'm actually. Uh, on my end, dude, very excited to see the show come together. I think you and I have talked about this for years, and I know a lot of people have been very vocal about wanting to see you do some stuff. And I think yeah. with how many platforms are available, dude, it's it's easier than ever. And I, for one, uh, save me a spot on the show because I want to be on there. Oh, okay, uh, okay. You know, when we're doing it. But I, I can't wait, man. Um, I'm wearing my – shout out to Travi McCoy from Two Class Heroes. Travi has a, a new solo album out. Go get it. Yo, the dude – just came out. We just did a video called Off the Generators of Violence Record. Because he's on the record. But we couldn't put his name on the record. That record label won't Yeah, that. that's how all that shit goes, man. He said soul record. But now I can put, I can put it on the video. So Chad McCoy, back in the day with Scar Scarhead, featured Chad McCoy back in the day. The, 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 the video dropped September 11th, everybody. I was going to say, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Because you, you just recently... I seen you've been dropping a bunch of clips, dude, showing the, the behind the scenes and stuff too. And then for those who don't know, you yeah. also finished another video too. Oh, I did. I, I did a. What, I did a piss mob. I did two videos. Uh, piss mob, Danny Jow versus P- Piss Mob. I each track is my label. Yeah. Uh, piss mob from Jersey. They're they're like trap metal, tra- trap metal, hardcore punk, hip hop. Little a nice mix of everything. A little mix of everything. Jer- Jersey City, the the, the Cuban Puerto Rican. Jersey, kids. Oh, shout out my Cubans, bro. You know that's my yo, shit. Yo, 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 the kids are good kids, and um. And I, I just actually finished with your, uh, uh, I got to do one more verse on it. But then, uh, I, the whole summer, we, we did this whole album, Shout to Draggle, for being A&R and that. He put it together for us. So basically, Danny Diablo versus Piss Mob. And I got uh, Micah on it. There's a kid named Micah from Jersey. He's dope MC. I got Vincent Al, dope MC. I got Diggy involved. He's on it, mixing it. I got Stress mastering it. I got Diggy rapping on it. I got Big Lito rapping on it. I got Blizz from Juice rapping on it. Oh, that's sick. Oh, who else? I got someone else. Oh, and I got Panic, rest in peace. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I wanted to... uh, So sad. I forgot to cover that at the beginning. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out, man. Rest in peace, Panic. I know you guys lost your brother, so I just... Uh, L-Rock Records from DMS. He he passed away. One of the best rappers. He was the best rapper in DMS ever. He basically, I, I think he goes, I got two verses that we never put out. So I put the one of the verses on the fucking uh, Piss, Danny Dalvin's Piss Ball That's album. Dope. So That's dope, man. Keep, keep it going. And, and, and Panic, I love you. I know that the, the world was crazy. You were the funniest guys. You, I brought you all over the world. I brought you to Japan, Europe. I brought you to fucking Mexico. <laughs> I brought you to fucking everywhere. We you know, and we had such a good time, and I, and I don't make a lot of money, and but if I and, I, and, I, and everyone knows that, but if I eat, you eat. Yeah, no, you've always I, been, you always been I, extremely I, generous, dude. I I bring I bring everyone on the road. Yeah, I'm like the first. I'm well, like and bro, listen, like I, I'm gonna say this too, like. You're the dude who, like, when you come to visit me, you always come with, like, some piece of sick art for the shop or just something so generous, dude, that's, like, so thoughtful, yeah, yeah. dude. And I, you know, and I don't really talk about that stuff, you know, out public because I was trying to I keep got, the, the I got, privacy. I got something I, for you. I got a, a, a graph for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I got, I, got, I got my personal one that you got here me at the crib. Um, But, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm just always super thankful that you remember to do that. So, yo, E, uh, I want to go, go back to this because of all things I'm going to make happen for you. Uh, yeah. An eight ball and a pizza is going to be the easiest thing. So yeah. you and I are getting together 
to throw a big party in Connecticut. Yeah, I, I, I always love Connecticut too. Well, and this is going to be a fucking good one. So let's let's talk about it. Saturday, November fifth, New Haven, Connecticut, right? New Haven. New Haven. So when was New the last Haven. time Crown of Thorns played New I, Haven? We I were, care, we, I care, baby. Yep. When was the last time? <laughs> you, you know, we were trying to gauge. When was the last time? We can't remember. I, I, no. I, 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 when I came out, I played as Danny Diablo. Remember, I came out with Big Lido and all them. We came no, out but I'm saying, it, when was the, has Crown like when when was the last? I don't, I don't know. I don't, don't even know. Yeah. So that's what we were saying. So, um, and you're going to be joined by a special guest at that show, right? Your boy, right here. Jay Reason. Jay Reason. Getting back on you're, stage. You're, it's, it's, it's your fucking, it's your mega release. <laughs> what are you it's your yeah. party, nigga. Well, so, yo, you are ah, the ah, distance, ah, my old band. First show in 14 yeah, years. We're fucking yeah. dusting off the catalog. We're going to fucking, okay. we're throwing a huge party. It's Crown of Thorns, Regulate, The Distance, Almighty Watching, Adrian. I'm announcing it here first. My boys, The yeah. World, Maddie. And, shout, out, shout out to the world. Shout out to the world, my boy, Maddie. Shout out to the world. We, we're adding them on the flyer after because the you know promoters yeah. like to wait to fucking do shit like that. But you heard it here first. Good and Good oh guy. yeah, Maddie's the best. We wouldn't have. There was no other way we were gonna. Uh, I needed to have him on the show with us, especially because uh, him, Tavi. We're gonna get all the brothers together, and then uh, we gotta watch Tavi that night. Oh, some we're gonna have such a blast. So yeah, I was looking. This was our old record. Originally released uh, yeah. on Abacus. And inside this, we were just Abacus. talking about this. I shout you out in this because, dude, this is how long our friendship was and how you helped me a big time through this. So I'm so excited to play. So uh, you'll see the Love link you, on your screen for this. Saturday, November 5th, State House, New Haven, Connecticut. Party with us. Hell yeah. It's going to be a yeah. fucking blast. So, E, we got a, good, a guest tonight that I'm really excited about. Uh, this comes from another scene of uh, adjacent to hardcore, the big pop punk scene. Uh, big pop punk. <laughs> got, got a good friend of mine, but he also recently produced On Your Nerves, Brace for the Best, which just came out on Static Era Records, which I encourage everybody to check out. So Whoa. I'm going to welcome my boy, Zachary Ross, who you guys know from Man Overboard in one second. So hang tight. All right. So, yo, I'm, uh, I'm really excited here to welcome... Uh, my friend and a guest. Um, one of my favorite things when we do the show, uh, everybody knows, is when we get, you know, somebody who's like adjacent to the hardcore scene uh, together with Isaac. I always just feel like these bring together the best kind of stories and and all kinds of things, and it really helps introduce our listeners to some new people. So I want to welcome my boy Zachary Ross to the show. Yay! And I appreciate being here. I'm a big fan of uh, both your guys' bands. You know, like oh. the Distance, Scarhead, Crown. Thank Thor. you. Uh, Voice of Reason, uh, you know, Ice Pick. Oh like, shit! I, I, I really, I really, um, I really enjoy, really wanted to be here because I enjoyed both of the things you guys have done. Awesome, man. Well, Zach, Zach we're you. we're really excited to have you on. So, Zach, for those who aren't familiar, before we get into asking you a bunch of shit, man, tell our listeners a, like very brief about yourself and how they might, uh, you know, be familiar with you. Um, yeah, I sang in a band. Um, I started a band with my friends after high school called Man Overboard, and we were a pop punk band. We do like the Warp Tour, shit like oh. that. And um, you know, we 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 did pretty good. Hell um, yeah, you did. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was my main gig for like a few, uh, probably like a better part of a decade, close to a decade. And 
the other dudes in my band are trying to have babies and shit now, which is cool. Like, you know, and that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing, but the, the show's got to move on. So I, I feel you, man. Up. And we're going to, we're going to cover some of the new shit you're working on. And, and I had just plugged, uh, some production stuff that you were doing right before we jumped on. So I want to start, uh, really quick, Zach, talk about you getting into music and kind of the formation of, for those people who don't know about man overboard going on to, uh, yeah, let's so let's first just talk about your introdu- introduction to kind of like the, getting into music and and sort of playing and and, and discovering that whole thing. Because for those that don't know, you're actually like a hardcore kid too. So um, yeah, people yeah, might be like, surprised because they listen to that and not know that. But you've been around for for a while and, and went to a bunch of shows, etc. Yeah, I mean, really, that's what it was, and I think that helped Man Overboard like a lot in the beginning. Was like we weren't old by any means. We started. I was 19 when we started the band, but I had been going to hardcore shows in my area. You know, not like I'm like the most known dude or whatever, but like people like I've been going to the shows in my area since I was like 14. So and that wasn't I wasn't the only person in my band you could say that about. There was a few of us you could say that about. Oh, cool. But so, so when we did our thing and we were like 19, it wasn't just like pop punk kids or whatever that were like, you know, had our back or showed it some respect to like more punk kids or hardcore kids supported us in our area. And I think to people that didn't understand or didn't go to the, didn't know that about us a lot of times scratched their heads at that. Like what, like what, what's the, why is, why do, why is everybody trying to be this kid's boy? Totally. Well, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and you guys started out on run for cover, which is obviously like they're, they've grown into a very big indie label now, but they are very at the beginning have hardcore roots in our scene and stuff too. Um, yeah. Zach. To your, oh, go ahead. My dad, my dad rules and got me into like heavy metal and Slayer and <laughs> cool. all sorts of stuff like that. Bought me any any album I wanted when I was a kid. So I had like this gnarly CD collection when I was a kid, and I was allowed to have anything. Like they didn't care. My parents didn't give a fuck about like parental advisory or any shit like that. That's awesome. <laughs> I was good at I was good at instruments, so they were like, "This is his shit." Like whatever, whatever. That's cool, was, man. They pushed you. They yeah, pushed you to do what, what you want to do. Exactly. And my parents were really supportive with the music and shit. And, you know, it's just like, a, I think a pretty typical, like, I'm from the suburbs, a pretty typical story, like, very middle class. And, but I was super into music. And when I started to learn about punk and shows that were happening with, with like, under 200 people and stuff at them, you know, you ask your mom, like, can you drop us off at the fucking train? And <laughs> I lie if you have to about where you're going or whatever but like yeah it wasn't the most like it was pretty standard shit you know what i mean in that regard and and so and and did you guys like zach so when you started doing the band obviously you're young and you've been around the scene and stuff was it always in you that you were like i'm gonna try to take this as far as i can and kind of like like you always wanted that to happen because to me dude it's, it's really interesting like you go from run for cover to rise which fucking big label man you know what i mean so Talk, tell me a little bit about that kind of journey too. Yeah, like absolutely, and it's like that's the thing. Like I, it was always been in my head to like that I'm gonna my art is gonna be what I fucking do. I'm not, I'm not, and it was not even like this like rebellious mindset to me. It's just like it is what it is, bitch. Like this is this is what <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it in a way like I love um, you know hardcore and I love street punk like a lot and yeah. I love more like classic style pop punk too and i i could have 
everybody likes to be like, you could have focused, everybody could have focused their artistic efforts into a million different things, right? If you're an artistic person. But like, yeah, I felt like I need to make a band that's like, is, can be extremely as commercially viable as I can. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, no, I no, wanna, I feel you, I, dude. Listen, you're talking like, to a dude I, who made a, a record. You know, I mean, dude, I, I'm with you. I feel like if given the opportunity, you should. And, and I, I know, no, I know no, Isaac no, will I, agree. That's how, that's how, that's how I, uh, when I, when, I, when I got signed by Travis Barker, people were like, yo, you're selling out and all that. I was like, selling out? I said, None, this guy just gave me $10,000 for an EP and, and, and gave me back my masters. My best, friends, my best friends won't even fucking give me $250 to do a song. These guys suck. <laughs> fuck exactly. them. You're making, the fuck out of here. You're taking care of your shit. You're, you're yeah. shit, like your bills, whatever it is, your cell phone, your rent, by being able to do your music, how the fuck can... What the fuck could be cooler than that? Yeah, it's it, like, it, 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 it's so insane. Back like I like remember like back in the days, like people would punk people would get mad at people yeah. for making it or or getting a, a producer or, or or selling records in in a fucking in a, 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 a chain record store. store. Like, yeah, chain like, a chain store. Like how can you do that? I'm like I'm like, but you you just bought. Five hundred dollars ticket for the Misfits right now. You're to a Black Sabbath. What the fuck is your problem, bro? And it's no. we're not mad at the Misfits. Why would who should be mad? No, at I'm happy for the Misfits. Like every 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 band, like Metallica, all these bands wear Misfits shirts. Every every band that wears a shirt should take you out. That's how I think my my world is. If someone has a a uh, Scarhead shirt or a big band, like they'll take my band out. Right? That's yeah. how I. That's how, that's, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you wear the shirt, take the band out. That's all. Sure. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> For, then that was the thing. Like to like to make pop punk to me felt like at that age the perfect yeah. medium between like, all right, I'm not like doing something corny, like because I'm 19, yeah. so I'm still like all the shit you're just saying. You don't want to sell the fuck out or whatever. Like, yeah, totally. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going up there trying to be like Creed or some shit. It's still yeah. kind of like punk or some shit. But like I could maybe make real money doing this. I think with my mindset, like there's a happy medium between like this has something to do with like some sort of subculture that I connected to. But like the ceiling's a little bit higher. Yeah. So, imagine how the Google Jobs did it. Remember they signed the Metal Blade? Yep. And yeah. they were like, and they oh, were punk yeah. as fuck. And all of a sudden they became the biggest single in the world. You mean the biggest video on MTV. And you can't hate. And no. Uh, on top, I like all their music like a lot. I think he has one of the best. <laughs> music, like, no, it's, 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 and every, you know, that's the problem with people. Like with music, there's only two types of music: good music and bad music. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, th- I think people are always trying to. Like I hate when I, I mean Isaac always says like I hate when people say oh I, I have guilty pleasure music. It's like like you oh, said right. it's either good or bad. Like I love I'm I, yeah. you know I like all kinds of shit. It's funny oh. you guys say that. Somebody said to me the other day, which I thought was a strange like compliment. My boy said to me, "You have a way of being able to like post the song you're listening to, and it's, it could be some whack ass shit, and it's like not cool. Like if I posted that I was listening to <laughs> whatever this shit right now, people would be breaking my balls. But if you say it, and I was like, yeah, cause I don't give a fuck." <laughs> well, and, you know, and, and Zach, that's why I was excited to see you and uh, and, and 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 Danny get together for this episode again because. Both of you guys, like in in your respective fields, kind of both waved that flag of like, "Yo, this is who I am. This is kind of what I'm doing." So, um, I want to go back for a second, dude. Talk about, like, obviously, dude. Rise Records, a fucking huge label, and, and they're very big. So, like, how does that transition go, man? So, like, you you tell me first about being that band 
you know, from from where you guys are at in Jersey, right? Uh, and getting signed. What part of Jersey? Down Jersey. I'm like, I, it was the, our scene growing up was was more Philly. I'm from like ten minutes over the bridge in Jersey, outside of Philly. Oh, by Camden. Yes, I, you could. Right. I I could drive to Camden in ten minutes. From not the that you, not that you would want. Yeah, to. that you want to. Not that you. When we used to, we when we were young, we used to go out there for blow. Seventeen-year-old <laughs> <laughs> just got my license. And that would be what the cops would be like. You wouldn't even get in trouble, but they'd be like, "What though? You would get pulled over." Yeah, they know. They know what's going on. Looking like me. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, so Zach, tell tell me a little bit about like how does the band get on Run for Covers radar and and then from there, tell tell me about like you know that kind of in between getting to Rise because again, dude, I feel like Rise is such a you know is even still such a big label. Um, what was that like for you? Because that must have felt like a really big win, especially for somebody who's you know. Again, I know you're you kind of follow a lot of the behind the scenes shit too. Tell tell me a little bit about that journey. Uh, getting on Rumper Cover was really like organic. All the bands that he was signing, we were like a family. All the bands that were signed to that label were like a family at that point in time. We still are, like, but like it was, we saw each other and spoke and had to had to play with each other. Yeah, I'm talking like band overboard, balance and composure, or uh, title fight. You know, Tiger's Jaw, Transit. All these bands were like really, 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 really. I mean, and bands who you're talking now have had fucking amazing careers. Yeah, but we like rode for each other too, like in the sense that when we were coming up, it would be like whoever I remember it was probably title fight would get signed first and then get in the dude's ear, like, Oh, you gotta sign transit. That's then they sick. get you gotta That's sign cool. man overboard. That's cool. like, we were it was like that. So that was like really organic. That's how that rolled. Um with Rise actually they hit us up. And to, uh, I feel like I can say this now. I've never like yeah. said this in an interview. I'm oh no, dude! Here, yo, here, we're, you're totally encouraged to uh, to say everything. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So when Rise first reached out to us, we said no. And then when Rise reached out to us a second time, we said no. Oh shit! Real? Yep. Yep. And we said we want a uh, one. They reached out the first time, like three albums or something. We were like, we want a one contract, one album. One off, off. yeah. Yeah. Like, no. And we were like, all right, bye. Then they called us back and they're like, two albums. We're like, no, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Then they called us again. They took us out to eat. They're like, one album with some options for the other ones. They're like, let's go. That's all. And so, like, can you talk (laughs) a little bit about anybody else who was interested at that time other than rise or like what made you, cause obviously you had a specific goal in mind of doing a one-off record. Like, was there other people kind of knocking at the door or were you like, maybe like, yeah, we'll stay with run for cover. Like the reason that we wanted to do a one-off was because we, at that time had, we were like, we want to get to a point where we can put this shit out ourselves. Like all right. we wanted to wrap it all the way back the fuck around. So like it was DIY again. We wanted to be like, we want, we wanted to leave the door open in case one day we could like these rise records and shit. We could we were big enough that we could be like, fuck you, we'll just do it ourselves, and it will literally reach the same amount of people. Like, cool. you, want, you, want, you want to use them as a, a, like a jump off, like like start the engines and like get, get the machine going. Then exactly. like peace, take it all back. Yeah, all right. That was like I think our mindset, um, but it ended up. They ended up working really hard for us, and our band grew a lot. And they 
were very generous with like giving us money. They got us to record with Bill Stevenson from the Descendants in Black Flag. That's sick. That's, That's dope. Sick. That's dope. A good, a good relationship that we wrote out. Uh, the uh, event, you know, we ended up doing three records. So was the oh. was the last record you did was that the Heavy Love album? Yeah, that was with Rise. That's the one Bill Stevenson did. That's awesome. What was it like working with Bill? I, I had always I've always wanted to record with him, man. That guy's that guy's amazing. He's amazing. His, what was his that? Music, like? His production's amazing. It is, and it's, you know what's crazy? I thought he would be so much more of like you know both of you guys know when you guys were track vocals. Like I thought that he was gonna be this was gonna be the hardest dude on me that anyone's ever been. Like no one's ever been gonna be have been as hard on you as Bill Stevenson's about to be. That's what I was prepared for. <laughs> and it was like the opposite. It was like That's all cool. these people, all these people on the way up who were great, talented people were like maybe saying, hey, Zach, sing it more like this, sing it more like that. Then I got to like what everybody agrees is like the top king dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, nah, baby, you're good. Just do it like you. Do, do it yourself. You have to do it your style. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's like, like it's hard when people, when you work with a producer they, and they're trying to change you and change your whole the whole uh, flow or your whole sound, and it's like, but if someone, someone, if you work with someone and they, they're like, "Yo, do you just adapt to the music and bring his stuff in?" That's amazing. You guys can work like that. I would it like makes- to see Zach do a song with you, E, one day. Because Zach does a lot of production you- shit, man. I, I would love to see a crossover of some sorts there. I would sell myself real quick. I can make beats. I can make like tough ass hardcore. I can make fast melodic ass. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. We'll, we'll get the we'll, we'll do an EP, me and you together, and we'll put out we'll put out James label. I'm in already. I love it. Seriously, like I like I'm dead ass. Yeah, no, I'm, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk. I'm about down. We'll do some acoustic shit, acoustic punk stuff too. It'll be hard. <laughs> Yo, yeah. We we uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about Zach's production stuff too, but I know uh, Zach, you had said you wanted to ask Zach some stuff too, so I'm I'm gonna let you take over for a second and and uh, and, 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 uh, and get some stuff out the way. Do I need a lawyer? No, not guess, on our show. Uh, <laughs> when I'll preface it, I guess like when I was um, when did Real Recognize Real come out? I was a senior in high school. Oh shit! Okay, and. Uh, it's like I'm like a party or some shit. Somebody's like, you, yo, you have to hear this shit. <laughs> I, go, I go into another room and there's like, you know, some people smoking a blunt and it's yeah. 2006, I think. So if they're listening to MP3s or MySpace or some shit and they're just going through the list. Yo, it's, it's Ice Tea. It's Danny Diablo. Roger Parrott's on this shit. This older punk kid. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Long story short, that shit changed. <laughs> changed a lot. It's like our friend group and shit. So I wanted, I've always been, and I can never really get the, you know, you look up other hardcore bands, you look up Agnostic Front or Starhead, yeah. something. You can figure, you can read about, you can read yeah. about what happened. You can learn online how stuff. There's nothing, what is, what's the deal with Ice Pick is what I'm asking. <laughs> like, there's vinyl comment, right? E? I seen Jasta yeah, posting something about vinyl. Sure Justin, Jasper, basically, sure Jasper, I think I scared Jasper so bad. That's what I, when, I. Yeah, when he when he managed me, I think he went. That's when he like 
That's when he, right after that, he turned sober. When the last second he let him go, he went sober and fucking, he, he, I, I must have scared the shit out of him and brought him to hell, but we had such a great time, me and Josto. And when I saw him, I interviewed him for the hardcore, and I saw him at this hardcore, and we were making jokes about things. So I was like, yo, listen, why don't we just do ice pick? He's like, he's like, listen, I just got the, I'm getting the, the, the masters back from Zeus, and we're gonna put like we're gonna re, re, remaster them and put out the vinyl. And I was like, do it, and uh, a lot of stuff happened. Like I know that he owed a lot of money, and then, and then a whole bunch of Russian mob guys were coming to the Stillborn Records. Remember, <laughs> like they're coming to the record, ready to break his legs or something. But you know, Justin is. There was so a lot Justin, of interest. Like, listen, there was a lot, a lot of weird shit. But but Justin's such a great person. He made it happen, bro. He put it. He put the hard work in. Jamie Jaston was that was a great manager, but also he was a, a great friend. And me and him, were, I, I, I love him. I was like to see you post pictures of him over the weekend at Tattoo the Earth. Oh, we 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 were we were hanging out, we were bugging out. But he was like, he was like, I posted, hey, with kids all the time. When we do ice break, ice break, and I and I think I, I talked to Frank. I said, Yo, Frank. He goes, I'll play guitar. I say, all right, we'll get Kurt for Crowbar I'll play second guitar. You That'd mean? be so yeah. sick. And, and we get, we get, and we get, I'll get, we get Hoyer play bass. And we, and we, we, we I, he's like, yeah, it's odd. So we're like, so I'm like, I'm trying to get, I, you know, you know sooner or later, you know, sooner or later, hate me's gonna go hiatus, hiatus, and all of a sudden we'll bring the ice pick out. It's gonna be hard. Well, hard. I said, like I said, I seen him tweeting about the vinyl. Uh... He tweeted about the vinyl. Yo, there's a big, like, big demand. Ice pick. Oh, I, I mean, oh. like Zach said, that record was fucking hard. I mean, I remember working on that record with you guys when the Masters came, and you're right. It was what a cra- it was like a crazy slash the best special. time of my life during that era. It's like a special, like it's not to be corny. It's like a very special thing, and oh. it like comes across <laughs> listening to it. Like, is it all the people involved? Especially, like I said, like I was in the you know rows of it. I was probably 19 when the shit came out, so like or 18. No, I was like 17 or 18. So like, and at, for me at that age, hearing all those dudes on tracks and shit and having it be recorded uh, really well. Yeah, and Zeus, like, shout it to just, Zeus. like such a big, big fucking deal. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. It, it was huge. I remember, yeah, e, you're right. When the, You're right, E and Zach. I remember like, uh, I mean, dude, I have, my memories are totally not that great of that ma- manufacturing that record <laughs> because I remember I'm gonna tell I'll tell this story which I, I've mentioned that's this before. Right, right. So I the distance was on tour. E, you'll remember this. We were on tour yeah. and and I so I always at Stillborn handled all the manufacturing to make sure that everything looked good, right? Oh, the picture. Right, remember, all right, so you know oh the story God. we're gonna talk about yo, here. So yo, that thing, yo, Jamie Jasper. Was a picture, a pixelation. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is pixelation, okay, nigga?" Pixelation. Yo, so this is what happened. Listen, ah! this, this is what happened. So we had always used this same pressing plant, right? So the distance is on tour, and and obviously, like back then, I'm gonna sound really old. There wasn't fucking readily available high speed internet and all these things, right? So no. I'm I'm on tour, and I say to Jamie, "I'm like, yo, can you just wait, like, you know." 
a couple days till I get home and I'll take care of this shit. And then he, oh no, yo, not only that, hold on, Hell, Joshua, Joshua would do, will will juggle fucking eight projects at one time, wait. and this was just to put money into the other one. He was the, the guy was amazing, yo, but yo. but sometimes it got rushed a little much. I'm gonna tell you something, brother. Hold on, wait, wait, yo, wait, so hold on, wait, wait, yo, wait. You talk about your thing, and talk about, okay. I, it took me, Tell them how I how you weren't there when I when I recorded that shit. No, but we were working in the fucking piss office. Remember? Listen, this motherfucker's this, like causing. Yeah, the, this dude used to have a bottle from Kurt Crowbar. Just Kurt Crowbar's piss, just chilling autograph. He's the fucking weirdest. He used to say, "Remember when Kurt Crowbar used to come in and hang out with me?" And he'd be like, "We took like, him. All right, we took him to the he strip goes, club." He was like, "This, all right, Isaac." <laughs> uh, hang out with Kirk and, and Jay, and, and, and I'll, I'll be back. So he was at twelve o'clock. I'm like, yeah, yo, we'll get like two eight balls. Going to put titty with strippers. We went to we was, shout out, shout out, fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, Keepers in Milford, Connecticut. That's where we would always. Yo, this this guy used to come in and find me and Kirk and yell at us. We were coked up and we didn't want to do shit. We just want to bang strippers. And he was like, he's like, what the hell's wrong with you? I was like, you you tell me, hang out with Kirk. What do you think's gonna happen? You <laughs> like. Well, so yo, so like, so we're on tour, and then and then, so Josta finds we we had always used the same CD manufacturer, right? So like, it, back then, like our if our manufacturer would have saw something wrong, he would have known it was wrong, kind of yeah, thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. Just, just no, so, like, <laughs> yeah, because so Josta meets <laughs> this dude on tour, some yeah, guy, who knows where, and tells him like, yo, I can do ten thousand of these for like a fucking a pen, you know, like just some yeah. fucking insane Perfect. thing, right? So this dude sends him the fucking uh, Jake Jake Bannon. Shout out Jake Bannon. Jake, did, Jake, Jake, Jake did the Jake, artwork. Jake. Yeah, and Jake sends these the, all the print files, but Josta just sends the dude the preview JPEGs, and that's what the dude used to print it. So, dude, uh-huh. we got 10,000 CDs with fucking pixelated cover that we then had to get a fucking sticker made. Remember? Oh, <laughs> to to fucking put over it, dude. It was a so big ass, you know, it, 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 it's not that bad. You mean? No, people don't get sicker. <laughs> no, I can tell you, like, I tell you nothing. Uh, oh, he also, you know, so when I did, when I did that thing, he's like, <laughs> he comes to me, he comes to, so I, I, I'm like, let me hear the music for this an album. I've been there for eight months. He doesn't show me nothing. One day he goes, he, one day he goes, we got to drive to fucking, I remember. we got to drive four, four hours in this fucking Celica. I drove up <laughs> in the snow to do this. Four hours I got to do vocals, the songs I never heard before. I I did all the vocals in four hours on one take. Yo, his his vocals are already in there, all like doubled and tripled. I did it one shot. It was a demo. He put my vocals, my demo vocals on it. Yeah, but that's badass. I, I know. I, I, I listen. It, it was a that's snowstorm, a right? Yeah. It was a snowstorm. I was so fucking coked up. I went up there in the snowstorm, and all of a sudden, it was. It, it was uh, all of a sudden it got, it got, the sun came out. And all of a sudden, I went, I, the first day I went, the microphone, I went in there. And, and when I went in there, there was a hornet, a, a, a giant hornet on the microphone in, in the winter. And I was like, I was like, yo, there's, there's a hornet on the microphone. And Zeus, Zeus goes, holy shit. And the hornet, it was, the, the sun came out so bad that the, they thought, the hornet thought it was summertime, but it was winter time. And it was like uh-huh. it was melting. It was a it was like a hornet right up there. I was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna kill that thing because that's bad luck." So we, we, we got it out, but I, I couldn't believe a hornet. It, 
it was, it was zoo, ex-zoo, Zeus will bug out of the hostess. <laughs> and that was the whole, the whole recording was due to that hornet, and that was it. But I would tell you something like this. I, I, when I met Ice-T at that thing, he came up to me in a party, at the party for a, 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 a Pennsylvania, and he was like, all these dudes out there, all rappers, like, yo, where's so-and-so, like, like, like Beanie Siegel's, Beanie Siegel manager was from Philly, but he's a hardcore kid. So when he saw me, he was, they were all these rappers, Cassidy, all acting in the same room as me. So I had my, I had everyone from Queens with me. I mean, we're all Puerto Rican niggas. And we're like, what's up? And they were acting a little, like, yo, rappers. And all of a sudden they were acting stupid. And they said something, and they said something, like, I said, hey, yo, like, don't talk to the girl like that. And the, the rapper, the, the manager's like, yo, that's, that's, that's more these like, bro. You know, don't fuck with these niggas. These niggas will pop off right now. And all of a sudden, Ice T walks in and it was like uh, Cassidy, Beanie Siegel, all those guys. And they're like, yo, Ice. He goes, hold on one second. He turns ah. around. He goes, turns around. He goes, Danny Diablo. And he hugged me. And we yeah. hugged each other. That's and they amazing. Were like, and they were like, they were like the yo. And they were like, who is this nigga? I was like, yo, Ice, I love you. I'm I'm so happy that we can meet you here. He goes, yo, man. Yo, we, we hugged each other. I said, do you think I'll talk to you later? We talk later. Every time we see each other, it's all fucking well, and he's o- And he's always wearing shout out to Ice-T. Oh, he's yeah, always wearing he's your always, stuff. He's always, blast- he's always wearing my truck. Ice-T's one of the realest motherfuckers in the world. And I love him. One of my favorite rappers. One of, one of the yeah, best we, I would love. We got to get him on. I would, it'd be so I, good. I'm going to do something with that guy soon. And if I, if I do Ice Pick with Jasta, I want to tell him we got to bring... Kirk for for fucking for, for guitar and and the third vocalist would be fucking icy. That'd be hard. E do, oh, e, oh, e, do you remember? Remind me. Do do you remember if we heard Ice T's part for like how do I can't remember the first time I heard. I think the track was already done. The track was yeah yeah. It, 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 I had yeah. The track was done already. He had, he he didn't share that that, that I did mine. Yeah. Come out. I'm confused. Did Kirk play on the on Ice Pick? No. He was okay. just, he was he, on Crowbar. They, I mean, on uh, Kingdom of Sorrow. I know that. He was, this is what oh, happened. I, Kingdom was of Sorrow was, was shit. Done. I did not know that at all. Yeah, King, him, was, Kingdom of Sorrow is him and Josta's band. Very good project, the first one. Yeah, listen, listen, but, but he would he would put us together and and do the same song in the same session. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Is that, <laughs> I didn't know they, parties like that that ruled. Oh yeah, no, dude, no, Zach. We had I oh. dude. I had so many. Oh my god! That like I said, man. Without getting too into it, uh, fucking were the best time of my no, life was did, when no, when Isaac lived did, in New did. Haven, Connecticut. That was the best. E, how how much fun we had? I was begging the the the, the, the office. Remember the, the That's Western why the lady got mad. Remember? Because you yeah, remember, remember I, I saw begging her. Yeah, she, she, the yeah, she, she, the she she's Puerto Rican too. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get. I, I, yo, that's how I get in. <laughs> I was Cassie wondering Cassie. why after you left, she was so mean to me. That office was fucking insane, dude. Remember, I used to leave you uh, treats, you know what, in the in the little yeah, yeah. Thing inside the desk. And sh- I mean, yo, it was just fucking crazy. Yo, how, about, how about the... When, when I first met, uh, uh, when I first met this fucking guy with first crowbar, I go shake my hand and I had a big beard. And <laughs> yeah, I, I was walking crazy. my dog. My dog, my dog was walking, and I didn't know about ticks. We don't have ticks like that. And, and, uh, Connecticut ticks everywhere. I went like this, like this, and all, and all of a sudden I was like, oh shit! 
a chick fell out of my beard. And he looked at me and I, I, I threw it on the floor. I said, fuck this. You know what I, was like, I was like, yo, we look at that. Now he's the one that named me Nostradamus. Yeah, I love, oh my God. He named me Nostradamus. He's like, Nostradamus, you're, you're, you're uh, Jasper. Your boy Nostradamus here is, 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 go, is going crazy. He's banging hookers on a. I banged this fucking. I banged this stripper in a. In a when the studio was slain toward the Boston. And so it's me, Kurt. I made a fake bed out of broken office chairs and banged, banged the stripper in the. Ja- I banged the stripper in the janitor's closet. <laughs> Mate, the janitor's making closet. <laughs> <laughs> I usually do some dumb shit, like just be on the hardwood floor, and then I'm all banged up the next day, and my legs are all cut up and shit. Oh, I did that. I, I did that one time with Loki and uh, uh, the, the metal Wooster, the Wooster show, the, the, the metal, the metal, the metal, the metal thing of Wooster, the metal, metal fest, metal fest, metal fest. Yo, with, and, and I bang, I bang this fucking, I bang this fucking fat pig on the floor, and. And I forgot if she was. I forgot. Yeah, but but, but Jasper walked in and he looked at me like I like I killed Jesus. I was like, "Yo, nigga, let me live." I swear, if you're having, <laughs> if you're having sex in the in a in an area like that, like you're just you know making it work on the go. Sometimes the next day, I feel like I got beat the fuck up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah we, oh yeah, we fought. That's why he beat up. Uh, we fucked up anal cunt. Remember? We, I remember. We yeah, when Jasper punched the dude. Beat up anal cunt. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead. He t- Zach will love that story. Yo, you, you want to know something? You'll think it's funny. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I don't fucking you know. But you'll think this is funny. When I was, I got suspended from school in tenth grade because I made a band called Punched in the Groin, and I and I wanted to be just like Anal Cunt, and I passed out our CDs at school, oh, and I had a nativity scene on the cover. <laughs> me and my friends, and we had like the Unabomber and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> You are fucked up, huh? We were gonna have a song called Anal Cunt Rules, but then we decided that Anal Cunt would think that sucked. So we had a song called Anal Cunt Sucks. Oh shit. But I got that was like I really like when I was like, you know, like 13, I thought that band was so hilarious. No, it's so the the poor guy died, rest in peace, right? The guy died of brain brain. Oh, I could see them getting beat the fuck up. Trust me. I just punched it. Go ahead, he tell them. I've been around the block enough to imagine that scenario like really easily. No, we fought, listen, the the story. The, the, like, like, we beat the anal country on the stage, and then, then we set fire to the Victory Records uh, table. Bed, table. I said we set fire. I had something me and Jasper do that. Then we went to. Uh, I can say all this. It's funny. Then the then the, the bouncers were acting stupid. So we, I, I, so I snuffed. You know, we fucked this bouncer. We fucked the bouncer up. And all of a sudden, state troopers come in and goes, "That's my brother." Yeah. We snuffed, <laughs> Yo, then we, I snuffed up the state trooper too. I said, you know, I said, fly. Yo, we were fighting state trooper and the bouncers. Yo, then I had to run out and hide underneath the Gwar's fucking uh, mo- uh, mobile home. And I was like, hiding on the thing. And we bounced. We had Puerto Rican Mike Damon. We bounced. It was crazy. Was this New, York? Night. Just New York or Massachusetts or what? Man, Wooster Metal Fest. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it was crazy, man. It was like a riot, yo. Yeah, it was a riot, yo. I was, you know, someone, if someone had that on tape, oh my god, it was amazing. Because that shit's in like a huge building now, was it? Like, was, that? yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was so crazy, bro. Yeah. The Avery played down the block. They switched it, right? Remember? Yeah, that's how they, they used to do it down the block. Um, no, fight, fight, fight. That's how it broke up. And Ado comes like, no, we're playing, and it was like, 
Yo, it was just like, it was, <laughs> we beat him up. Yo, I, I love that story. I want to go back really quick because um, I just want to talk about Zach's new project. So, Zach, please, Ma- please. Ma- Man Overboard is still active or not active anymore? When did that kind of wrap up or what's before we jump into what you're doing now? You're cool. Uh, like I said, so everybody's got, and I'm hella proud of everyone. It's all love. Um, everybody's got a couple, three of them have babies. Um, and two of them got like uh, really good businesses. They start, Nick is doing really awesome recording bands, like doing really, right. really, really great shit. Recording That's awesome. Bands. Justin's doing his own thing, working like behind the scenes with artists in LA. And he oh. has a wife and a baby out there. So like, they're fucking out there. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Wayne is living in Texas and just had a little girl and uh, is a barber and is just like chilling, digging his life. And, That's cool, and man. it's all good. It's like I said, like, I don't know if, to be honest with you guys, and I don't know if everybody in Man of a Board had it in their head that, like, this is what I want to do forever. And that doesn't make them, like, any, like, a shitty person or anything. But, man, no, but you're crazy. Listen, I would say something right now because you're, you're younger. I'm like, yo, that's the, the, the hardest part about being in the group because being a singer in the group, it's like people get mad when they do soul shit. So it's, it's like, you know why they do soul shit? Because I got to deal with four other guys who are fucking girlfriends who get destroyed the band or fucking yeah. they didn't have a, a nervous breakdown and they get an ultimatum from their wife and, 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 and it destroys your dream. This is my dream. I know what I want, always wanted to do since I was 16 years old. It's exactly. either... It's either I'll I, I box or uh, either I'll the only two things I can do right now: either collect money and beat people up, and they'll collect money for my 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 boy, or do this. All right, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's the same shit. It was never, and that's what I mean. So I I don't. Uh, for me, it was the same for me. It's just that I'm not. I'm. I simply was. This was the only thing I was ever fucking. Doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. I and 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 I think that's again the three of us, man. And that's why I was excited to have you on the show. It's like the three of us are so like that. Where this is all we're doing. I mean, dude, look, I'm I'm 43 years old and opened a fucking record store in the pandemic. I'm doing a fucking yeah. for my band. I got new music. It's like I'm with you guys. I get inspired actually by seeing. And I said this yesterday. Um, shout out to Hoy and the Smoking uh, Smoking Word when yeah. we did that. You know, I get inspired by seeing my friends do shit, so I'm, I get really excited. So, so Zach, so from there, you actually just recently, man, within the past like two months, dude, you launched your new project called Zachary Ross and the Divine. Dude, this the fucking music is sick. Why tell everybody and tell actually tell Isaac a little bit about that project? Because I almost think yeah, he, he would be like when, yeah. you, when you do a uh, remix for one of those, you definitely got to have E E rap on. I, I, I listen, I listen. Whatever, hardcore, hip hop, whatever you want me to do. I, I, we got to do something, bro. I would like to do something together where you rap and we make like a Rick Rubin style beat with guitars. And oh, like, I'm down. Sick. No, dude, you're listening. I'm down. Do some hard guitars. Uh, I'm down, brother. But like with like a drum machine, though, not real drums. No, like, no, 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 no. Drum machine. You can do the, you, you sing the hook. Sing the yeah. hook dope. You know what I mean? I'll fucking kill it. Um, but yeah, and I should say too, like, man, overboard, it's not out of the question for us to do more shit or like play a show. Or whatever, but um, like I said, they got shit going on, and I, you know, I gotta keep the ball. And it's more than money and stuff; it's that I like feel the need to create. No, totally, oh. man. And you're and you're oh. like that because we're gonna talk about with some of the other stuff. But tell before we get into what the other okay. half of what you've been doing, tell everybody about this new project, man. What it sounds like, what's available oh, right, right now, what's coming. I'll give give us the whole uh, rundown. 
my agent since I've been 20 years old for man overboard has been Matt Pike. If you guys know who he is. Oh, dude, sh- Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, shout out Matt my Matt, Matt Pike yeah. used to book the distance. I love him. Shout out Matt, Matt Pike. Pike. He just texted me yesterday because he's psyched that we're doing the reunion. So I love actually, Zach, you'll have to tell him uh, that you were just nope. on. I mean, I, I, like I said, he's been, he's been my dude since I was 20 years old. But, um, so Pike one day about a year ago, I don't know. I was like down in the dumps or just kind of like really artistically frustrated, you could say. And he was like, you know, he basically, he was like, yo, I'm your agent. Like, it was really cool. He was like, it doesn't, I don't give a fuck if you make a hip hop album or if you're, if it's man overboard. Yeah. Or like what the fuck? And I was legitimately like, "Damn, bro!" Like I didn't like know that. That's so Mike yeah, yeah, is the man, dude. He has your back. That's, like, that's, that's, that's that's cool, man. That's so has your back, man. Yeah. So he's like, "You, it's like that. Why don't you? This is all Pike talking. Why don't you get some good ass songs together, get them recorded, and then I'm gonna and you and me will get this shit signed. We'll get this oh, shit that's signed." Dope. So he just lit a hell of hot fire under me. That's awesome. Like, uh, and it was like it said to like there's more to it it's kind of when i was coming to grips like i said it's, it's it's all good i however no ill feelings towards anyone in man overboard but it's when i was kind of realizing that like shit i should i gotta i gotta do something you know what yeah, i mean make moves yeah make moves, moves yeah, yeah, not, yeah like, keep moving yeah this isn't gonna be like enough for what i want and um anyway you slice it no matter what i mean by that this is not gonna be enough for what i want and like Pike was like, well, what the fuck then? Let's go. And we got some songs recorded. My boy Steve recorded these songs, and Smart Punk uh, Records picked it up. And I was able to shop to the labels being like, I got Matt Pike. Like, Because, you know, labels we concern, you know, like if you want to sign a band, you would like to know that they're going to be touring. Yeah, that's the most important part. You're coming to them, and I'm like, I think my songs are pretty good, and I got this dude, like, we're going to be, we're getting shows. Don't worry about it. We're playing shows. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. So it was good. I think I, I think I got to like, I think I got to like use some of my, I think I got to like flex a little bit of my muscle that got work being a man overboard. I mean, to pull, not pull strings or shit, just like get a special kind of like. I feel very fortunate. How many people like can start a new band and get Pike, and get signed to Smart Punk? All that happened before we played our first show. Yeah, that's <laughs> sick, well, dude. So well, you, you 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 deserve that because you already you already made a name for yourself, and you, you, people know your 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 work. So I, it's like when they see when they like, they already right there, they should know that it's gonna be dope. You mean? Appreciate it, and that's what I mean. I'm not saying this as like a, bringing this up as like a flex. I'm saying it like I feel so like blessed. Like yeah. it's, it's bomb. It's fucking bomb. So like that's the deal. And uh, so like some of this record was some songs that probably I would have used for Man Overboard, but like just decided to use it for myself. But you show you actually you showcase a lot a different side of your writing on this record. I feel like because this man, it's like as much as like like we're very much you got like Madball is a hard. Think about Madball, you think hardcore, right? Yeah. And I feel like with Man Overboard, it was the same thing with the word pop punk. So I almost felt like not that we are like that, but you know what I mean. That like yeah, yeah, yeah. that genre locks. Yeah. Like in people's minds, and I'm like, I, I'm right. That affected how I wrote shit. And I realized that when that was when that was gone and that kind of lifted off me, it's like I can be I'm influenced by way more than just like fucking Blink One Eighty Two and man, you know what I mean? And like yeah. I can I can show that now I can show a lot of different shit. Like I love funk music, I love like b boy music. Yeah. We have like a breakbeat 
uh, one of our like songs like that stuff that like is really catchy and i think that my listeners are going to be down with in the context of the song but man overboard would have like never done it <laughs> I understand what you're talking about. Definitely. And it's just a million little things like that to the point where it all those things add up in like Jay being like, wow, there's all these new sides of it. And I didn't really do that on purpose, but I'm like, yeah, I guess there are. Because it's just like unapologetically, unfil- I'm not filtered. Yeah. Well, and that's, and again, Zach, I mean, like that, that's one of the reasons I'm a fan of yours, man. Because, um, you know, dude, in a lot of ways, I look, I, you know, I always like when people who can play these like super safe kind of roles go and do something totally fucking crazy and different, you know? Um, So I I always admire that, man. So I'm definitely, I'm psyched that we got to plug that. The other thing I want to plug really quick before we wrap up is that you've been doing a lot of production work. Um, You actually did a record that we just put out on static era records called from a band, really great band called on your nerves brace for the best. Um, Tell me a little bit about getting into the production side and that whole role. Because, again, man, you've been exposed to working with some of the best producers, studios, touring, watching all these bands, again, watching sounds and stuff evolve. Um, What's that role like? You know, again, that's where I would love to see. um, You know, I love that you and Isaac already connected on this and I can't wait to see what comes out of it. But, like, what where did that come from in all of this? Was that sort of in the same time that you were putting the band together or was this something you decided beforehand or t- talk to a little, a little bit about that it was a little bit it was before putting the band together it wasn't like the between bands time something i started doing uh that just seemed natural really because like it's like you said i um seen really good people do it for like hundreds and hundreds of hours sat there and fucking watch but like uh, and I don't even, I don't know if I looked for a band. I think somebody, like, I swear to God, bro, I think somebody one day, like, would email me and was like, yo, do you ever produce artists? I think I was like, yes. Like, I think I like straight live. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sometimes. This is pretty good. What are you looking to do? And, like, that just, like, snowballed into me, like, doing it for real. I don't know, like, who that person cool. was. And I was cool. helping people with shit too. Like, kids just started asking me shit, and then I would like to do shit. It felt like, and then I would say yes, and then that turned into what I was doing. Like yeah. another another kid would be like, um, one kid one day is like, yo, if I like, I'll pay you whatever. Facetime with me and some acoustic guitars and help me make my song better. And I was like, fuck yeah, like. Well, cool. and, and and I'll talk about this here actually for the first time too. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna announce on the Diablos then that Zach Zachary Ross here is actually helping me. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing him in to write my new single that will be out later this year oh, at the top of New Year. Oh, here it um, goes. So again, I thought that was really cool because you know Zach. One of the things uh, again, man, I thought that was so great was you know man hearing your production stuff, the writing shit. Um, yeah, man. Again, super talented person. Uh, where can people get you if they want to, like, if somebody wants to reach you, do it and say, like, yo, I want to produce some shit. Like, how, how does that happen? Tell us about that little process. Is that they can reach out to you? Like, uh, walk us through that a little bit. Um, usually people DM me on, on Instagram. I check my DMs from, like, ever, you know, at least, like, once a week. Um, but shit, man, you can just, uh, I'm Z-A-C-E-23 at com. <laughs> And um, a lot of people email me there too, uh, but my Instagram's underscore Zachary Ross, and then another underscore 
And just like get at me, like you know, you could like leave a comment or something. My Twitter is Zach Overboard. Um, I I I'm on my phone. I see my shit. Like, um, <laughs> um Zach, yeah. if you if you could produce a project for somebody, who would it be? Like, if you ideally like, you know, what would you like to do next? Like, would you would you continue kind of staying with? Like, like I'm gonna say this, dude. One of the, one of my favorite things about this on your Nerves record that we put out together, um. It's just that there's so much of your flavor, and I know this just because I've listened to your to, to Man Overboard for so long. It's so fucking just it's right on, man. It hits all those you know what I'm talking about, dude. It just hits all those fucking spots. Oh um, uh, yeah, on your nerves is like we want we want it to be like do I'm like I knew that if I like for example, if we were they didn't know what to do in the studio one day. This was but this happened a lot about any little thing. And I wanted them to like go one way, but it, but I'm trying to be like, well, it's your band, you guys make the decision. But I, I have like a fucking opinion. Like, well, if it was Man Overboard, you want to know what we would do? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? And then I would tell them, and then they would do that shit. So That's there is awesome. like, like in there. So is your your next like the next stuff? If you were gonna pick another record, or if you're maybe you're already working on something, dude, are you trying to stay with that? Would you like to t- do something uh, else? Well, it's not my end all be all. Like, I would like to do more pop punk and shit or whatever, but like, the, the, if I could pick the next thing. Yeah, like, what would yeah. that be? Not like my favorite. The next thing would be I would like to do hardcore or metal or rap. Because Which, well, those, you, and, you, and I are do, you and I are doing the, the hardcore metal thing, and Ezek's got you covered on the metal hardcore rap thing. Oh, yeah. I'm down, bro. Yeah, listen, it's hard. Like, I listen to, obviously, I listen to the type of music that the bands play who come and ask me to work with them. But there's so much more that I listen. Those are the other three genres I listen to the most. The ones right. I just said. So, yeah. but people, rappers aren't going to come to me off at first asking me to produce them. Pop punk bands will, but I need to get the ball rolling. I need help getting the ball rolling. Well, we're going to do. Yeah, we're, you know, we're going to make I, that happen between between well, you and listen, me. Yo, listen, listen. We're going we're gonna to put something out on Static Ever Records, and that's hell it, yeah. bro. It's, it's, the whole world should be like, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah. We're super, Watch. Super, I love it. So, so, yo, Zach, before we go, um, I want to just thank you, dude, so much for joining us tonight. This was such a fun conversation, man. I, I love getting uh, you on the show. Again, just bringing in a different, you know, scene and audience and just kind of showing everybody that it, we're all more alike than I think we think um, yeah. and how and how uh, our, our scenes are together. One, one other thing before I let you go, man. Everyone knows Man Overboard for the fucking infamous one of my favorite shirts that I'd see all the time is the defend yes. uh, the defend pop punk shirt. Just okay. quickly tell us about that shirt, man, because we got to hear that story. I know, I know that uh, I'm not sure if you created it or how it came together with management or something, but t- tell us a little bit about that because I think that's one of the best fucking merch things, especially at that era, man. It was so great. Thank you. It paid my bills for years. I, oh, I bet. It was <laughs> uh, uh, precious blood, right? I think had defend hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> they actually, I mean, I could be wrong, but I felt like they were kind of salty about our shirt. I'll ask that Tom Sheen's a fr- well, actually, I don't know if Tom was in the band at the, I'll, I can, I can, I can almost doubt that they, they, those guys Somebody probably don't care. Me, oh, I'm sure they don't. Somebody told me that their band account once posted a picture with the defend pop punk shirt and a circle with a line through it. That's but, I, but I was like, okay. Um, but so, but anyway, we, <laughs> The story is, we, we saw that. We were like, that's ill. We'll just make it. We made 50 of them. We yeah. went to play a local show. We sold fucking 50 of them. That's fucking amazing. And then we bought more. And then we bought 100. Then we bought 500. Then we got 1,000. Then Hot Topic started buying them. And then 
It just got bigger. It all, I swear to God, brother, 50 shirts, 50 sold, first order ever made, paid for by us by selling weed. And, <laughs> um, and it, that was it. It, we, it, did, it wasn't supposed to be the logo for the band. It wasn't supposed to be, it wasn't supposed to be something that got printed forever. We, we printed that to sell at our sh- next few shows. We were a local band. That was 50 shirts supposed to last us, and they were just like gone. That's amazing, man. Yeah, I I love that. And I was telling I was telling you about that before we go. Yeah, but... crazy. I remember it. So, um, yo, Zach, again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, that's a wrap for tonight's episode. Um, thank you so much, Zach. Yo, thank you, big shout out, and I just want to say, thank uh, everybody, thank you again for watching, subscribing on the YouTube, staying updated with the newsletter. Um, catch Zach on tour. Uh, and again, everybody, make sure Saturday, November 5th, New Haven, Connecticut, save that date. Me and Isaac are throwing a huge fucking party. Crown of Thorns, The Distance, Regulate, Almighty oh, Watching, cool. The World, and Adrian. So I want to see that. Uh, keep your eye out for Zachary Ross and The Divine. Uh, reach out to Zach for fucking producing your shit because, like I said, man, he did this on your nerves record for me, and it's fucking amazing. Uh, thank you again, Zach. E, I love you. Have a safe tour. And Zach, trip. thank you so much, bro. We'll, we'll, we're so going to try to get really one more episode in before uh, November, uh, but just in case we don't, uh, we'll figure something out. But peace, everybody. Uh, thank you so much, Zach. E, I'll talk to you soon. Peace, Zach, take care, yo. Zach, I reckon. Awesome. All right, yo, Zach, yo, we got to do the collab. Yo, we're going to it. Five-song EP. I love right. it. The world is mine. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of the Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday.